My name is Nigel, Tony Kennett, investigative columnist for the Daily Signal, filling in for Hammer. Um, People are, the Iowa State Fair is still going on, and actually, um, the the Vivek Ramaswamy, I think, was the star over this past weekend, right? We all heard, (laughs) we all heard the Eminem... He got up on stage and did what? Uh, what, what song was it? Lose, uh, lose yourself. Yeah, lose yourself in the moment. Yeah. If you ever had. Right, and so One he moment. got like a karaoke or whatever, and was was getting everybody fired up. And some people. A saying, GOP presidential candidate said, "Mom, spaghetti" on stage <laughs> at a state fair. I, this is the greatest timeline. Why do people? Why does uh, Vivek? Uh, Vivek. Vivek. Bless you, <clears throat> Ramaswamy. Um, why does he resonate with people? I mean, well, first of all, he's young. He's the first millennial candidate the GOP are, are sending forward. And again, in an era where everyone is moving in or out of the nursing yeah. home and they have to put up uh, those like Alzheimer ward bookshelf doors in the U.S. Capitol for, for McConnell and Feinstein. I mean, this is at a point that people really do want a younger candidate. Also, he's willing to throw punches. So again, the reason that DeSantis, when he was governor, and Trump and, and Vivek are good candidates to the public is that... They can look directly at a reporter who asks a snotty question, call him out on it, and then say Absolutely. something culturally relevant to those that they are with. I have a perfect example of this right here. And then again, then all a bunch of the candidates were in Iowa at that state fair of the week weekend because, of course, Iowa, Tony, is you know a, a big deal in terms of the GOP primary. Uh, here is, <laughs> I feel dumb even saying this, a pansexual reporter. Pansexual, I believe that's like anything and everything, right? Uh, it's it's, a, it's a, yet, a, yet another imaginary word. Okay. Continue. Um, a pansexual reporter trying to debate right. uh, Vivek Ramaswamy at the Iowa State Fair, and then he kind of just turns the table. This is a little bit longer a clip than I'd like to play, um, but um, it's like two minutes long. But just kind of listen to her question or his question or what I don't I'm not sure what sex the pansexual reporter is and then listen to Vivek and his uh, answer. I was just wondering um, what were your opinions on the LGBTQ Well I don't think it's one community. Really? Yeah I mean how could it be just mashed together in alphabet soup. Trans is fundamentally in tension with gay if you ask me but what's your opinion? personally am pansexual, so I was just wondering what your views on same-sex couples were. I don't have a negative view of same-sex couples, but I do have a negative view of a tyranny of the minority. So, So I think that in the name of protecting against a tyranny of the majority, and there are times in this country's history where we have had a tyranny of the majority, we have now, in the name of protecting against tyranny of the majority, created a new tyranny of the minority. And I think that that's wrong. I don't think that somebody who's religious should be forced to officiate a wedding that they disagree with. I don't think somebody who is a woman who's worked really hard for her achievements should be forced to compete against a biological man in a swim competition. I don't think that somebody who's a woman that respects her bodily autonomy and dignity should be forced to change clothes in a locker room with a man. That's not freedom, that's oppression. And so I believe that we live in a country where free adults should be free to dress how they want, behave how they want, and that's fine. But you don't oppress, you don't become oppressive by foisting that on others. And that especially includes kids, because kids aren't the same as adults. And so I think adults are free to make whatever choices they want. But do not foist that ideology onto children before children are in a position as adults to make decisions for themselves. 
And so I think a lot of the frustration in the country, and if I'm being really honest, that I also share, comes from that new culture of oppression where saying those things can actually get somebody punished. And in my case, it's part of why it's my responsibility to say them. And I respect that you may have a different opinion, and that's okay. It's part of what makes our country great is that you and I can be civil and have this conversation and that we live in a country that still gives us, each of us, the right to speak you know, to a presidential candidate and back and still say that we pledge allegiance to the same nation. So I think that's the beauty of our country, and that's my honest opinion. Awesome. Well, Thanks. thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for your civility as well. So I appreciate you had it. this pansexual reporter trying to bait him or trap Vivek Ramaswamy yep. into something. And right. Same leading questions. The, bri- yep. the brilliance of his... He immediately gave a brilliant response and said, by the way, what's your opinion? Yep. And that's how you do it. That's why those candidates are popular. And and by the way, since we're in a world in which new forms of sexuality are invented every three and a half minutes, because pansexual just means you'll have sex with anyone, which is also what bisexual means, which is also what demisexual, polysexual, and a lot of other... Demi? Yeah, demisexual means that you, you kind of go back and forth one between the other. Uh, so I, I learned this in my equity class at, in Indianapolis public schools. So at the, at the end of the day, that's one of the reasons that he's popular is because you have more Republicans who are willing to look. And this is one of the reasons Jim Banks is popular and are currently running for Indiana Senate. He's willing to look at the media, deliver an articulate answer that says, no, you're not going to give me a leading question. This is exactly how I feel about this. Quit acting silly, and then if you lambast me as evil for this, it's going to blow up in your face instead. Well, I thought he said something towards the end called the tyranny of the minority. Yep. Which is what you were just talking about. Right. Yesterday, tyranny tyranny of the minority is a very interesting way to put it, and here's why. Remember yesterday at around this time, maybe it was next hour, we played this audio of a doctor on TikTok. I know this was libs of TikTok that found uh, this doctor that said if you're a straight man, it doesn't make you gay if you hook up with a trans woman. Straight men are attracted to trans women who haven't had bottom surgery. This is very disconcerting and confusing to women when they find this out because they think, well, if she hasn't had bottom surgery then and you want to play with that part of her, then you can't be 100% straight. But that doesn't make sense because you have to remember that these are still women. Trans women are women. They are female. The attraction to her is from the waist up, but it can also be from the waist down. And they can experience pleasure playing with that person from the waist down. Really? But that act, again, doesn't indicate a sexual orientation. It indicates an attraction to the person, to the woman, the trans woman. That's a doctor. So you, you uh, remember back in the 90s where if you liked dudes, you were gay, and if you didn't, you weren't? Like that That was like very simple. And for all of human history, we've kind of held that uh, kind of understanding that if you like you know, if you're a dude who likes dudes, that would be gay. If you're a dude who likes women, that would be heterosexual. That's, That's how fine. that functions. So whatever blows your hair back. When, we're yeah. now in a, in a spot where we're going to, you know, try to cr- crazily invent these terms. And, no, it's not actually about sexuality because it's about sexuality totally. Then really, it's not appropriate for kids to hear about. Absolutely So you not. have to say it's about the heart and the mind of the individual, which creates all of this discord. With, well, the heart's separate from the, the mind, which is separate from your private parts, which could or couldn't be changed and maybe different and like it none of it makes sense so you have this stuttering goofball making up new rules but that here, will change in three it, minutes and here's why i'm again vivek ramaswamy and his uh his terminology tyranny of the minority and I'll, t- I'll give you another example of that the trans community wants you to know now 
This is I found this on uh, Clown World. Do you follow Clown World on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, from the Ministry. Yeah, this of is Truth. a trans. This is a trans world. Uh, I'm sorry. This is a trans <laughs> male. Mm-hmm. A trans male. Um, no, I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I just get so back. A dude pretending a to be dude, a woman. A, a man pretending to be a woman. Yep. He wants you to know that if you're a cis male, cis is just like a heterosexual normal white male. And you don't or won't date trans women. You're indeed a transphobe. Ooh. And uh, that's what I'm talking about with the tyranny of minority here. Listen to the song this person made up. If you're cis and you won't date trans folks, you're transphobe. Now, if that made you mad, maybe it's your prejudices that you need to probe. No matter the reasons you've got, you're reducing us to when we disrobe. But transphobia is transphobia, and you won't get a pass when we're through. We're human beings, not sex organs, cis lesbians, I'm talking to you. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, uh, okay. So first so of there, all... if you're a cis male and you don't, don't want to date trans women, you're a bigot. Sorry. You're a transphobe, and that was weird. Allison, I got a question. This is a high school question uh, about like classes. So remember how like when, when when we were in high school, you had people who were like car guys, like they were into cars, and you had like the horse girls who were really only into horses. Sure. Like that was their entire personality. Sure. So there's another kind of kid in high school. They're called theater kids, and theater kids are obsessed with musical theater, and they're singing all the time. And the key thing about theater major kids is that they like. Never let it go, no matter what job they eventually, because they don't all get jobs in like musical theater. So they like, they'll, they cling on to it. And so that's, first of all, that's why they're singing this through. It's because I, I bet you dollars <laughs> to dimes, this individual used to be a theater kid. So, so putting that aside, the tyranny of the minority is, is hilarious because it's the eggshell skull case, which is an old logical fallacy that if your skull is thin, then you would require everyone to wear helmets because it would make you feel more normal for everyone to wear helmets, even though you're the only one that needs one with the yeah. eggshell skull. And again, because the rules are changing so fast, you don't even know what the rules are. I mean, again, just to also dive into what words mean, to be phobic of something means you have a fear of something. I'm not scared of trans people. I think that transgender individuals have a mental illness that needs love, care, and counseling, not... You don't tell a person with schizophrenia you can also hear the toaster talking. That's not medically appropriate. You don't tell a person with bulimia that it's healthy to keep throwing up their food. You don't lean into it. No, because that causes severe psychological trauma and can drive them into very dangerous decisions. It's one of the reasons that the transgender suicide rate is so high. So someone lecturing you about why you need to lean into a mental illness that does not need affirmation, it needs reconciliation, is, is not just annoying it's morally wrong that's tony kennett filling in for hammer i am nigel we'll be right back it's a hammer nigel show